Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, and today's question comes from an ISTP woman in relation to or in reference to an INFP man, and they are in a sexual relationship. And it's basically, hey, what can we do to make the relationship better, given the fact that we are in a long-term, long-distance relationship? So, yeah, that could be really challenging, but especially since this particular relationship is a relationship based on refinement. It is a refinement relationship because they are in a they are super egos. Now that's assuming, and I know I know the woman who's asking this question is definitely an ISTP. I don't know if the man involved is an INFP, but we're going to assume he is. Um, assuming he really is an INFP because I haven't met the guy, uh, but uh, assuming that he is an INFP. Uh, it's a little bit difficult because they're in a superego relationship. They're having a sexual relationship in a superego situation, which means it is a relationship based on refinement, which means both of these two types are consistently going out of their way to improve each other on a regular basis. And the first thing right out the gate when you're in a refinement relationship, the very first thing that you need to do is actually admit that you yourself need improvement. Yeah, I know that sucks, don't it? Most people don't even have the self-awareness to do something like that. Most people don't even have the capability to do something like that. But that's why it's really, really important that uh, when you're dealing with your superego, you go out of your way to take responsibility, personal responsibility for your actions. Kind of like, 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 like overdo it even, take responsibility. It's not about saying sorry. It's not about saying, yeah, my bad. It's more about you just admitting, yeah, I have a problem. And then listening to the other person's advice on how you can fix that problem. And then actually go out of your way to do that. That's very important. It, it, it's also super important, like same thing in, in the kindred relationship, which if they're in a kin, kindred relationship, this would be ISTP with an INTP or an INFP with an ISFP. That's a kindred relationship. You kind of still have to do the same thing. But the difference is, is that it's especially important in a refinement relationship because it is the purpose of the refinement relationship to make each other better people. And oftentimes the, the problem with the refinement relationship is that they just look at each other and see the other person as very childish. The thing is, though, is that usually people in a refinement relationship, they're the people who really lack joy in their life or at least had a really tough childhood. And they never got the opportunity for their child function to either have all the freedom that it wanted or do the things that it wanted to do as little kids. And that's how people get into refinement relationships because they're trying to re-explore each other's childhoods with the other person. They're trying to recreate a childhood experience, basically, within the context of their sexual relationship, but also recreate the aspects of childhood, such as having a parent to parent their own child function. And that's why both these types end up refining each other because they're looking at each other and it's like, okay, hey, there's a problem there. Okay, hey, you're being really childish right now. The thing is, is that while some people in a superego relationship, aka a refinement relationship, end up like having problems with each other because it's like, oh, you treat me like I'm a child. You know, it's like, the thing is, is that they secretly kind of want that too. It's, it's, 
because sometimes you have those people who are given way too much freedom as as uh, as a child, and then because of that, they never got that attention that they were looking for from their parent. They never got punished, or they never were held accountable for anything. So people who lack accountability in their lives go for this relationship so they can gain as much accountability as possible, because the lack of accountability in their life has turned accountability to a form of sexiness. Accountability is sexy, basically within a refinement relationship. And that's what these two people are dealing with right now. So uh, the question is, uh, let, let's actually go more in depth the question, this is a bit of a long one. What can a 55 year old male INFP whose FI is easily and frequently triggered and a 40 year old uh, female ISTP whose FE and NI are burning out for him to do to save their romantic relationship and turn into a thriving relationship? Note that it's long distance, so physical touch is only possible a few days uh, per month for now. Well, first of all, you guys need to have sex probably every day. Like You need to get your life in order where you can have sexual contact on a daily basis at a minimum. Because the way that you guys are going right now, it's probably going to fail. So you need to have sex way more often uh, and get that going as soon as possible. Because that's like a default. That's like a base foundational thing. And don't forget folks, all sexual relationships, uh, all romantic relationships, if you're not having sex, then it's not a relationship. Sorry. Like, that's just the reality. I don't care how many emotional affairs you're having. I don't care how many long distance relationships you're in. If you're not having sex, it's not really a relationship. I, I just don't care. Uh, so you might want to fix that. Uh, other than that, um, like, the thing is, though, is that the ISTP in this situation needs to realize that the INFP's got 15 years of additional suffering stored up in their SI. Of course, they're frequently triggered because they've had to deal with way more crap than you have. And you need to stop projecting your SI critic onto him. Oh, it's not that bad. Actually, it really is that bad to an INFP. And you need to go out of your way to respect that. And yeah, you can try to improve and try to teach this man like, okay, how he can deal with some of those things. Or maybe he just kind of wants to be left alone and have his own space. You need to be respectful of that space. And then while at the same time, go out of your way to ask him his opinion on maybe even what he's dealing with. That's my problem with like a lot of SE users, especially SE optimistics, like SE hero and SE child. When it comes to dealing with NPs in your life, you, you folks just like, you think you're going out of your way, you think you're doing a good job performing, you think you're like really aware of what's actually going on with your NP, but you're really actually not. And it's really the SE parents and the SE inferiors that really actually understand what's going on with NPs. The rest of you don't. And luckily in this situation, there is an SE parent here who, because of its pessimism, of its pessimism, can actually really figure out what's going on with this NP because the NP is just going to create a guessing game so, and hoping that the ISTP is smart enough to actually figure out what's going on because that proves to the NP that they are actually wanted enough for the SP to keep trying to figure out what's actually wrong with them. 
But if the ISTP in this particular situation has underdeveloped SE parent and is not actually aware or, or not really observing the INFP well enough, that'd be a problem. And given that it's long distance and they're not able to have sex on a regular basis, that's also really bad. Because again, the SE parent needs to be in the physical presence of the INFP to observe the INFP on a regular basis in order to properly diagnose what's going on with the INFP to keep the INFP feeling wanted and desired, right? Again, you guys need to get to a point where you're just around each other every day and figure that out soon, very, very soon. Not only that, it's probably very overwhelming for this INFP given that the ISTP in question has an ESTP son and he's basically having to deal with two STPs at the same time. Wow, you know, so that, that could also potentially be an issue in this particular um, instance. So like, really, it just comes down to the ISTP's ability to actually figure out what's actually going on because why should the INFP have to reveal everything that's going on with them all the time? Yes, the ISTP can ask questions, but really what the TE inferior and the NE parent expect from the ISTP is like, hey, you know, you should want me enough to actually bother trying to figure out what's wrong with me instead of have, requiring me to spell it out for you. Every NP does this. It's extremely frustrating to SE users when it happens because they just really want people to just say, hey, what's actually going on with me? And that's the thing, like at least, you know, some NPs, um, you know, when NPs are at least subconscious focused, they're usually more aware of what's going on with them, especially NFPs. Uh, and they can actually share that information. The thing is, is that if their SP that they're in a relationship with gets used to them sharing all the time, eventually that NFP is gonna feel unwanted in the long run because the NFP needs proof that the NI of their lover care, wants them enough to actually keep trying to figure out what's wrong with them and that they actually have, and that their SE user has enough attention span to actually pay attention and observe what the NP is actually doing. But again, you guys are long distance and not around each other. So guess what? The ISTP in this particular situation, she is being set up for failure because she's not around him enough to actually observe him and get all of that data necessary in her investigation as to what's actually triggering him or bothering him because you can't expect an INFP to ever share that with you ever. Eventually they do when they're more comfortable with you, but in the beginning of a relationship like this, that comfort's not really going to be there. It has to be built, but it can't be built if you're not spending enough time around him, okay? And that's the issue. So literally, you both need to focus on quality time. If you get that quality time in, all of these problems will eventually go away. Okay, it's that simple. That is the answer to this particular question. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching. Hopefully it answered the question and everyone's happy with this uh, result. I'm CS Joseph signing off. See you guys tonight. You stole my heart of gold After my silver soul
Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, and today's question comes from an ISTP woman in relation to or in reference to an INFP man, and they are in a sexual relationship. And it's basically, hey, what can we do to make the relationship better, given the fact that we are in a long-term, long-distance relationship? So, yeah, that could be really challenging, but especially since this particular relationship is a relationship based on refinement. It is a refinement relationship because they are in a they are super egos. Now that's assuming, and I know I know the woman who's asking this question is definitely an ISTP. I don't know if the man involved is an INFP, but we're going to assume he is. Um, assuming he really is an INFP because I haven't met the guy, uh, but uh, assuming that he is an INFP. Uh, it's a little bit difficult because they're in a superego relationship. They're having a sexual relationship in a superego situation, which means it is a relationship based on refinement, which means both of these two types are consistently going out of their way to improve each other on a regular basis. And the first thing right out the gate when you're in a refinement relationship, the very first thing that you need to do is actually admit that you yourself need improvement. Yeah, I know that sucks, don't it? Most people don't even have the self-awareness to do something like that. Most people don't even have the capability to do something like that. But that's why it's really, really important that uh, when you're dealing with your superego, you go out of your way to take responsibility, personal responsibility for your actions. Kind of like, 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 like overdo it even, take responsibility. It's not about saying sorry. It's not about saying, yeah, my bad. It's more about you just admitting, yeah, I have a problem. And then listening to the other person's advice on how you can fix that problem. And then actually go out of your way to do that. That's very important. It, it, it's also super important, like same thing in, in the kindred relationship, which if they're in a kin, kindred relationship, this would be ISTP with an INTP or an INFP with an ISFP. That's a kindred relationship. You kind of still have to do the same thing. But the difference is, is that it's especially important in a refinement relationship because it is the purpose of the refinement relationship to make each other better people. And oftentimes the, the problem with the refinement relationship is that they just look at each other and see the other person as very childish. The thing is though, is that usually people in refinement relationship, they're the people who really lack joy in their life or at least had a really tough childhood and they never got the opportunity for their child function to either have all the freedom that it wanted or do the things that it wanted to do as little kids. And that's how people get into refinement relationships because they're trying to re-explore each other's childhoods with the other person. They're trying to recreate a childhood experience, basically, within the context of their sexual relationship, but also recreate the aspects of childhood, such as having a parent to parent their own child function. And that's why both these types end up refining each other because they're looking at each other and it's like, okay, hey, there's a problem there. Okay, hey, you're being really childish right now. The thing is, is that while some people in a superego relationship, aka a refinement relationship, end up like having problems with each other because it's like, oh, you treat me like I'm a child. You know, it's like, the thing is, is that they secretly kind of want that too. It's, it's 
because sometimes you have those people who are given way too much freedom as as uh, as a child, and then because of that, they never got that attention that they were looking for from their parent. They never got punished, or they never were held accountable for anything. So people who lack accountability in their lives go for this relationship so they can gain as much accountability as possible, because the lack of accountability in their life has turned accountability to a form of sexiness. Accountability is sexy, basically within a refinement relationship. And that's what these two people are dealing with right now. So uh, the question is, uh, let, let's actually go more in depth the question, because it's a bit of a long one. What can a 55-year-old male INFP whose FI is easily and frequently triggered and a 40-year-old uh, female ISTP whose FE and NI are burning out for him to do to save their romantic relationship and turn into a thriving relationship? Note that it's long distance, so physical touch is only possible a few days uh, per month for now. Well, first of all, you guys need to have sex probably every day. Like, you need to get your life in order where you can have sexual contact on a daily basis at a minimum. Because the way that you guys are going right now, it's probably going to fail. So you need to have sex way more often uh, and get that going as soon as possible. Because that's like a default. That's like a base foundational thing. And don't forget, folks, all sexual relationships, uh, all romantic relationships, if you're not having sex, then it's not a relationship. Sorry. Like, that's just the reality. I don't care how many emotional affairs you're having. I don't care how many long-distance relationships you're in. If you're not having sex, it's not really a relationship. I, I, I just don't care. Uh, so you might want to fix that. Uh, other than that, um, like, the thing is, though, is that the ISTP in this situation needs to realize that the INFP's got 15 years of additional suffering stored up in their SI. Of course, they're frequently triggered because they've had to deal with way more crap than you have. And you need to stop projecting your SI critic onto him. Oh, it's not that bad. Actually, it really is that bad to an INFP. And you need to go out of your way to respect that. And yeah, you can try to improve and try to teach this man like okay how he can deal with some of those things or maybe he just kind of wants to be left alone and have his own space you need to be respectful of that space and then while at the same time go out of your way to ask him his opinion on maybe even what he's dealing with that's my problem with like a lot of se users especially se optimistics like se hero and se child when it comes to dealing with nps in your life you you folks just like you think you're going out of your way, you think you're doing a good job performing, you think you're like really aware of what's actually going on with your NP, but you're really actually not. And it's really the SE parents and the SE inferiors that really actually understand what's going on with NPs. The rest of you don't. And luckily in this situation, there is an SE parent here who, because of its pessimism, of its pessimism, can actually really figure out what's going on with this NP because the NP is just going to create a guessing game, so, and hoping that the ISTP is smart enough to actually figure out what's going on because that proves to the NP that they are actually wanted enough for the SP to keep trying to figure out what's actually wrong with them. 
But if the ISTP in this particular situation has underdeveloped SE parent and is not actually aware or, or not really observing the INFP well enough, that could be a problem. And given that it's long distance and they're not able to have sex on a regular basis, that's also really bad. Because again, the SE parent needs to be in the physical presence of the INFP to observe the INFP on a regular basis in order to properly diagnose what's going on with the INFP to keep the INFP feeling wanted and desired, right? Again, you guys need to get to a point where you're just around each other every day and figure that out soon. Very, very soon. Not only that, it's probably very overwhelming for this INFP given that the ISTP in question has an ESTP son and he's basically having to deal with two STPs at the same time. Wow. You know, so that that could also potentially be an issue in this particular um, instance. So like, really, it just comes down to the ISTP's ability to actually figure out what's actually going on because why should the INFP have to reveal everything that's going on with them all the time? Yes, the ISTP can ask questions, but really what the TE inferior and the NE parent expect from the ISTP is like, hey, you know, you should want me enough to actually bother trying to figure out what's wrong with me ex instead of requiring me to spell it out for you. Every NP does this. It's extremely frustrating to SE users when it happens because they just really want people to just say, hey, what's actually going on with me? And that's the thing, like at least, you know, some NPs, um, you know, when NPs are at least subconscious focused, they're usually more aware of what's going on with them, especially NFPs. Uh, and they can actually share that information. The thing is, is that if their SP that they're in a relationship with gets used to them sharing all the time, eventually that NFP is gonna feel unwanted in the long run because the NFP needs proof that the NI of their lover care, wants them enough to actually keep trying to figure out what's wrong with them and that they actually have, and that their SE user has enough attention span to actually pay attention and observe what the NP is actually doing. But again, you guys are long distance and not around each other, so guess what? The ISTP in this particular situation, she is being set up for failure because she's not around him enough to actually observe him and get all of that data necessary in her investigation as to what's actually triggering him or bothering him because you can't expect an INFP to ever share that with you, ever. Eventually they do when they're more comfortable with you, but in the beginning of a relationship like this, that comfort's not really going to be there. It has to be built, but it can't be built if you're not spending enough time around him, okay? And that's the issue. So literally, you both need to focus on quality time. If you get that quality time in, all of these problems will eventually go away. Okay, it's that simple. That is the answer to this particular question. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching. Hopefully it answered the question and everyone's happy with this uh, result. I'm CS Joseph signing off. See you guys tonight. You stole my heart of gold after my silver soul.